Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about a new TV series. We're going to be talking today about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. The first episode, New World Order, aired yesterday on Disney Plus and was in my opinion, very, pretty amazing. I already figured it out. It's Mephisto. Good. <laughs> it was, and Agnes is involved. Too. Um, yeah, so this is a, uh, um, this was a really good episode. We, we, we are dealing with two characters that are secondary characters, both of which appeared in um, the they sort of had their origin well they had their origin in um, Captain Civil America, War Captain America the Winter Soldier obviously. oh yeah duh yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they were in Civil War together um, and that sort of so showed some of their chemistry together because they were fighting together and they were in the uh, car together and so we haven't seen them together yet in the series in the first episode, but it definitely um, is going to be one of those buddy um, TV series from the looks of it with lots of action. And lots of character development, too. Hmm. Yeah, it was, nice, it was nice getting all the backstory. Especially yeah, uh, for Sam. Yeah. They got, uh, they did pretty good with that, I think. Good mixture of both in this. I did like the backstory because there's not really much backstory for those two explored in the comic books that much. Mm -hmm. So I kind of liked this new take. It was like, I, well, it's funny because I read an interview with the guy who created the Winter Soldier and he totally hates it. I'm like, well, so what? It's a new take on it. It's a different universe than the one that you're writing in. So I was just like, I thought it was actually pretty decent. Well, the the movie is one of my favorite, if not my favorite Marvel superhero movie. It is, so, yeah. Yeah, it, it is unbelievably great on so many levels. And so, you know, I'm kind of pumped up for this series. I, I, I think, um, well, anyways, we'll get into it. But basically, the, the, the format where we are is just like uh, WandaVision, where few months after the return the return of the blip where everyone comes back um so that sets the stage and um we have multiple things happening with both of our characters um sam is still the falcon and he's on a mission to rescue um a captive in a incredible that action um, sequence in the beginning was amazing. Yeah, it's a movie-style... It, um, it, it could easily be a movie. I actually went back just to watch that sequence again. That's how great it was. It was just like, just in case I missed something, I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Yeah, so Julia, you're going to deal with us being all action geeks and stuff like that and <laughs> talk about the action. I kind of figured I would. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. That That first action scene was really good. I mean, there was a few moments of, really? But 
Um, but that was a, that was like a good way to to get the series going before you delved into the the character development. Right. So so it actually you know you get you you get you jazzed up and then it slows down with the character development, which I was like, oh, this is really good. I'm really getting into this. And then the other stuff we see towards the end. Well, so. it's pretty typically Marvel, I think. Mm -hmm. they, tend to, they tend to do that. Yes. Yeah. They 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 um the the fight. The whole the, the fight on the plane. As soon as they jumped out of the plane, it was like, oh no! Now they don't stand a chance because you know they're they're falling or flying away, and you know of course that's what Falcon does. He's good at doing that, and the whole thing was really amazing. It was maybe it was a little like oh where oh here's another helicopter and another <laughs> helicopter and another helicopter, and it's like Jesus, but. I like how it didn't hold back. It just, you know, it was an elevated action scene that could have easily been almost a finale of a of a movie. And and the guy, the main procrastinator or the main bad guy for that chase scene was Badarak, which I think he was in. He fought Captain America on the with the the boat. Was that Civil War or was that? Winter Soldier. Um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. So I'm like saying, how many times this guy can get his butt kicked and like almost die and then come back? Yeah, he's played by a, he's played by a UFC former UFC guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at George first. George St. Pierre. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Batrock. Yeah, Batrock. Yeah. Uh, so he's and he survived. He got, I think, or no, he was. Did, did he survive? Or he as far out? as we know, he just got hit. Landed where rocks it exploded, and we don't know if he got out yeah. or not, really. But I'm going to guess in superhero fashion, bad guy, shield, he had his bad guy shield up, and he survived it. He'll come back somewhere else. <laughs> it was good to see the red, red wing drone. Mm -hmm. um, red wing in the comic book is a real uh, falcon. Real falcon, yeah. But... Um, I think this appeared. I don't know. I think it was in Civil War that we first saw it. Pretty, pretty powerful stuff. I mean, uh, it all kind of this fits in really well with the whole Marvel universe. So there's really good continuity. Um, so my question is: Is Captain America, or well, at least Steve Rogers? We know he's old, and is do you think he since the six months since? Uh, Endgame or whatever, do you think he passed away? Or do you think they're just alluding to that the Steve Rogers, the Captain America is gone, but Steve Rogers, the older aged person, is still alive? Because it kind of made me think like he, Steve Rogers passed away. Like, no, that was the impression I got. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it looked like a memorial service, but it, it, they were just dedicating the shield to the display and almost like an honor and at no point did they say you know but back if you go back to the spider-man film there was an in memoriam that was done i think it was like it was a video that the kids put together from the yeah. school and they showed uh tony stark and they showed um captain america right so torres he he torres. says oh i think I think Steve Rogers is on the moon. Yeah. Oh, they, they think yeah he's yeah. Okay. So, so he doesn't think he's dead. 
and so that he's a conspiracy guy, but he doesn't think he's that. So I, I don't know. It, it was very ambiguous. I think they're just leaving it up for interpretation, just in case they want to recast the actor and bring back Captain America in the future. Oh, they're well, not going to recast. Well, why not? Five years down the road, you know, you know they might want to recast Captain America. No. Um, no. Well, anyways, no, they're not going to do that. I, I, that that would be like okay. Then they're gonna request. Are they gonna recast Iron Man, Tony Stark? Well, they kind of sort of are they're making a female one with the. Uh, yeah, that's not recasting. That's a new character. So well, unless unless they say, oh, by the way, I uh, Tony Stark was always woman a woman, and you know that doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's go back to. So I I thought. You know, again, I, I keep dwelling on this action scene, but it, it was, um, I have a lot of notes about it, but um, I like when he shows up in the helicopter and he, hey, what's up? You know, and then kicks him that out. Was a, that was so cool. <laughs> He's just sitting there like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. And then he, then he flies through the, um, the middle of the helicopter, grabs the guy, the missile blows up the helicopter right before they get to the border. Really good stuff. I liked it when Bucky was being interrogated by his therapist. <laughs> Let me see that phone. Oh, look at this. That's so sad. How many calls do you make? And they're out to me. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I liked that. Yeah, that was good. He had that tree background, and he was really low in the, in the background. And, or, or he was low in the, in the frame of the shot. You know, I think WandaVision, they put a lot of work in the Easter eggs. In this show, they're putting, they're, there's a cinematic look to it. It's not just a TV show. It, it's, the shots mean something. There, there's a there's an artistic level to it, which um, you don't normally always see in, in some stuff. I do like the, uh, I do like the, uh, Rhodey being in it. He was um, in the um, dedication at the museum, so it was good to see him. I wonder if that's the only time we'll see him or he's just going to pop up every once in a while to talk to Sam and yeah. kind of be like the driving force to like, hey, Sam, come on. Steve would want you to do this. That's what. When it comes to Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, we start off with him on a mission and we don't know what this is, if it's present day or the past or it ends up being a nightmare for him, but it's based in reality because cause I think he ends up killing an innocent because the innocent saw him and that innocent ends up being i believe the son of a guy that he's sort of befriended in new york yes yeah. and bucky's mission is to he has a list of people that he needs to sort of um make amends yeah yeah and so he i actually like that that yeah. part uh, and they never, the, when they did the, the Winter Soldier, they never, in the comics or whatever, they never really explored that. So I think this was like, I actually liked that. I was like, this is actually cool because he's actually dealing with the consequences of him being the, the brainwashed assassin and all that. And he's showing, you know, a guilty, some guilt and guilty conscience. So I kind of like them exploring this aspect to the character. It's almost the opposite of what he was. He was basically a, a killer, but still 
only had one thing on his mind to kill people. Now it's, you know, he has this, these sets of rules and he's going around and he wants peace and he's trying to calm things down a little bit. He goes out on a, a date with that woman at the restaurant and ends up playing Battleship and um, seems to have a fairly normal life so far. And Sam has a extended family, a sister and, um, you know, the kids and they're having trouble with their fishing boat and she wants to sell it. And we really get into more detail on what happened with the blip because the bank says, oh, you guys haven't generated any inc income in the last five years. And the woman's like, well, I haven't, you know, people haven't been here. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's a it tough was, situation. Was, she's dealing with the reality where she sees the big picture of the business isn't making any money whatsoever. And he's like hanging on because it's got memories and stuff. And he's trying to keep it. Yeah. So, which is which is common. You see that all the time when you know parents. You know, oh, we got to get rid of it. Oh no, no, and stuff like that. And then I think it's finally starting to hit him. Oh, this is what she was dealing with the five years that he was gone. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think um, one of the things that parallels is his. He was given the the shield, and he sort of just put it in a museum, and he he doesn't want to change he just wants to kind of keep things the way they are so I, I think that's a theme that we might see going forward is he going to pick up the the captain america and, and take over that or is he going to remain the way he is right now yeah, who is the guy at the end do you know oh i know his name john walker who actually is going to be called u.s agent but there was a story in the 90s where Captain America got fired and so he was no longer Captain America and so they replaced him with a new Captain America and then eventually Steve Rogers got the mantle of Captain America and so they kept this character and they just made him US agent and he had his own different color shield and kind of a different style Captain America suit but that's probably that's probably who it is and he's not <laughs> the greatest character either because not a lot of people like him because he's he's mean and rude and stuff like that. He's the opposite of, you know, Steve Rogers. Where Steve Rogers was nice and courteous and American values, this guy's more of a uh, jerk. Well, he's definitely was presented like he's going to be evil. Yes. Impression yes. I got. There's also a, a, a group called the Flag Smashers, which... Um, Torres um, is investigating, and he gets his butt kicked <laughs> by these very strong people or person. Or that one guy was a person was definitely strong, and it makes you think that he's a, a super villain. But um, I'm just curious. I'm curious to see who it's going to be. I'm like staying away from all those. Oh, this guy could be type of articles. I just don't. Not in the mood for listening to all those theories. Those just well, I, I looked at them, and, and there's a lot. There might be a connections. You know, there's a lot of things that it could be. But right now, as watching the show, we don't know. Obviously, they're probably going to be in it again, and um, you know, there's a potential. You know, again, I'm not going to maybe maybe we shouldn't get into the spoilers as much, but well, if it was um, in the trailer, it's not really a spoiler. Yeah, but like Torres might have another purpose later down the line. He might do something. Um, 
I don't know that except for the fact that I read ahead basically at you know some ideas and stuff. So, um, I mean, it, it's hard because the comic book has that stuff in it, and if we talk about the comic book, we're not really. But you know, we don't know if they're going to follow what storyline they're going to follow in this series. Well, yeah, it's true. We know that they get their inspiration from the storylines, but they don't follow them completely like we found out in WandaVision. A lot of that stuff, they changed a lot around and yeah. upset fans. They're like, oh, but in the comic, it was Miss Fisto, and that's how the kids became, she got kids, and yeah, but they got the idea from the, inspired from the comic, but they just put their own spin on it. Yeah. So... Which is fine. I I I thoroughly enjoy different spins, yeah. and enjoying what they give us. Yeah. So there's um. Obviously, they're setting up the 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 story. There, they haven't gotten the two characters together yet. But Sam has, you know, and and we are revealed that there's a new Captain America. Uh, we just talked about, and so. Obviously, that's not going to sit well with um, either one of them, I would have to imagine. No, it's, it doesn't. You can just tell just from uh, Sam's expression when his sister puts the TV on and he looks like he's like, I want to punch that guy in the face type expression. Or, you know, how could they have betrayed me by doing this? So there's a fair amount of character development, like you mentioned, after that first opening action section and then the, um, the, the robbery whatever that is with Torres, there wasn't really much action beyond that. It was a lot of pretty real stuff. But in both cases, you know, one person is trying to get a be, become a better person and the other is trying to keep things the way they were. And again, they, they did an amazing job. Thank God it's a longer format. Yeah, it was like 50 minutes. Yeah, it was like 50 minutes. So it had time for the story to breathe and, and really... Yeah, it, it, I don't think it could could have been a better episode in terms of getting the process going. I will say this, though. I'm nervous because I think I read this after we did our WandaVision, and I, I never, we never, the COVID virus shut productions down, and WandaVision oh. was supposed to be 10 episodes long, and they ended up having to rush it, to be, to rush it into, into the nine episodes, and so that's why... Darcy's only in it for a brief period of time. There's a lot of things that they, they couldn't accomplish. And I know WandaVision's production had started before this one, but I'm wondering if, if this one is going to be the same thing. It's going to be affected by it at some point. Well, yeah, you can see that it kind of was. Like when he was talking to his therapist a good distance away, when he was on the date, they were playing Battleship. They were a decent yeah. distance away, and there's little thing. So you can see that they well are doing. Yeah, I, I I don't know if that's the case. I, I mean, maybe, but I'm thinking more like script-wise, did they not have time to finish the scene where they were going to have a big battle in this scene or whatever? It probably wouldn't be affected until later episodes because that's when they would have shut production down. I'm not talking about when they came back and finished because I doubt that a lot so of productions... So you're thinking this might have been might have been longer than the six episodes then? No. Well, it could be. I'm just saying I'm wondering if this affected the production because it, it, the, the word is that WandaVision got heavily... There was a lot of stuff in WandaVision that they, that they couldn't do right. 
because of the COVID shutdown. When they brought everyone back, not everyone was available to come back. Travel restrictions prevented certain people from coming back, and they were not able to finish the story as they were originally planning. So they had to rewrite it to make it the way it was. So little things got rushed at the end. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that will happen in this. Well, we, no, because they probably were able once they knew what the restrictions were, because this is like filmed in Georgia. I'm just throwing up a little flag saying we'll have to keep an eye on that, you know, and I think that's the case with everything. I just was, I'm watching the Flash TV oh, series. Yeah. You've got a good point, because I'm just reading here, is that they started filming on October 31st of 2019. Yeah. And then location shooting took place. Well, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it probably is, is affected, but We'll see if it affects the story. You know, it's like you said, it's six episodes. Was supposed to be longer, and they had to trim it back or whatever. That's something we're going to have to live with from now and for the next couple of years because every production has had a, you know, every movie that had a kid in it, the kid's probably going to grow up a year, or you know, it's they're going to look a little different. Haircuts are going to be different. It's something that we're just going to have to live with, and it's obviously not a big deal. But I think it affected the WandaVision. The ending wasn't as strong as it could have been, in my opinion, and there was a lot of rushed gaps and stuff. And you know, I'm just throwing that out there that that we'll see how it affects. This yeah, that's, that's that that's definitely a good point because I'm just reading a lot of stuff here for filming. And it's like, wow, it's just like they did this during this certain time, and then they had to get this person to have this person do the filming at this time. And so it was. Yeah, I mean, if anything, this movie and maybe uh, Loki were more affected because um, they were filming and they WandaVision film. was already, had already started earlier. They filmed in Prague, and they had to follow strict quarantine and social distancing measures. Wow. They filmed in Prague, not Prague. Prague, yeah. Prague, Prague, whatever. But I thought Europe was pretty shut down, too. Mm. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They were shut down at different times. There was, there was a... Yeah, so, who knows? Part of me was looking, as looking at TV shows and wondering if people are standing further away from each other, but you really can't... I mean, I guess you could look at it and go, oh, yeah, there's a scene there, but, the, you know, if they're going to have a scene where two people have to kiss, what are they going to do? Not kiss because of, the, you know, the, right. these actors, they go in to work every day and they get tested. They'll CGI it. Yeah, or they, <laughs> yeah. They'll CGI it. Or they get tested every day. So when you have two people that are testing negative, whatever, I don't want to get into it, but, um, yeah, that's definitely something that you're going to see some changes. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I, I um. I feel like we're going to be comparing a lot of the WandaVision, and maybe that's kind of not fair because WandaVision was a different type of show. It's, I mean, it's totally different. And I was thinking of that yesterday, you know, or last night when I was watching this, and I was like, well, this is nothing like I was expecting because I was expecting something more like WandaVision. I don't know why, you know, I don't have any, I didn't have anything to base that on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think uh, it, this is definitely more Marvel-y than WandaVision was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, WandaVision was more about a, a person's mind and, and definitely a lot different. I mean, I think ultimately this is 
you know, closer to what a lot of people were, were expecting in these shows. And I, I think this is going to be the more, the most marvelous of the shows because I don't think Loki is going to fit into that category as much, maybe more, but not, not as much as this one and some of the other ones coming down the line. But this one definitely fits right in. There's a lot of continuity and there's potentially um, characters I know certain characters like Zemo and stuff like that are going to appear because they were in the trailer, but, you know, and, and, and other characters. So there's a lot, probably a lot more continuity. And I think this will be a, a fan favorite because it fits more into what they are expecting out of the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Not to say that one division wasn't good, but it's just, um, well, one division is different. They they did something different, so you really can't compare the two. But it's good that they did something different because if they were all, I mean, if one division was a full blown action where Wanda was going around blasting um, helicopters out of the sky, we would be bored. Okay, here's another here's another it, show. It would be same old, same old, and we probably wouldn't be as into it as we know as we were with the other one, like. Because there was a mystery in the other one, and this one's yeah. like, okay, it's just an action thing. Well, this one, you, it's meant to be an action movie, so. Yeah. And talk about Easter eggs. They 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 do have a, quite a bit of them. When you look at the first set of end credits, and I didn't go through this, but someone online did. There's little teeny um, wording, like letters, sentences, and they have things in there that are Easter eggs about the whole show. And I didn't bother listing them because they're ridiculously in depth, but it talks about different ones, like a different organization. It's just, if you go back and watch it, or maybe the next episode has it, that supposedly there's a lot of Easter eggs and, you know, the whole museum um, display with Captain America has a ton of stuff in it. I was going to go through that list of the returned or the disappeared or whatever, the return and see um, if there's any names I recognized in that list because oh, it was boy. a pretty clear list. <laughs> Don't worry, Ken. Someone probably already did it for you. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I say uh, someone else will go through that <laughs> and say, "Oh, there's the producer and there's the 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 set designer and you know, it's probably where they get the names from." But I don't think we're gonna have to worry too much about the Easter eggs. No, not in this one. one. Yeah, which is good because sometimes that can overwhelm you in the show, and you're just that's all you're looking for is like, wait a minute, what, what's that? It what's takes that? A, takes away from the show. Yeah, it does. If you're just sitting there looking for an Easter egg, oh, there's got to be something here. Oh, did that that big steel coffee pot look like Doctor Doom's castle? It's, yeah, that must mean Doctor Doom is going to be in it. <laughs> well, it, it, you're still going to get that though. I know fans are going to do that. I sometimes like too. reading that just to see what people come up with, and then like oh, I don't think that's what they meant. But you know, again, I, I think it over overall, if you have a hundred fans and they come up with a hundred different theories or Easter eggs, even a blind scroll hits a yeah, once in a while. Some of them are going to be right, and maybe they were smart enough to figure it out and and say, oh yeah, that's it. But again, the producers and the people who are putting this together are thinking the same thing. And they think of the same ideas that they do most of the time. 
they'll decide which ones get through and which ones don't. And so it's hard for us. I, I mean, why bother? I mean, I think we do it to a degree. The we do it to a degree, but but only based on what we've heard about the comic books or whatever. But um, which is but, true. But the, they got to remember that the comic books is just the inspiration for the new version that we're getting, and exactly. not and not verbatim like. Well, anyways, with all that said, I, I don't know what's going to happen in this show. I mean, it's obviously. Well, I think one of the, my prediction is. Oh, here you I go. Think you're, what, you're, you're bashing no, no. people. Okay, go ahead. Because it, it's the way it's leading up. I think either Sam or Bucky are going to take up, at the end of the series, going to take up the mantle and be the new Captain America. Yeah. I always thought when I saw that this show was being asked that that's who's going to be the new Captain America for the Phase 5 Avengers movie. So, anything else about this one? Nope. Okay. Thanks for listening.